Home, 4th and Inches podcast listeners. You got Dan, Kevin, Stevie P coming at you. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, world? What's going on, everybody? All right, so today is Wednesday. It is our High Guys podcast. We go over Thursday night, talk about guys we're high on for this coming week, uh, get into a little start sick questions from you guys. So it's a little action-packed uh, podcast. Uh, but before we get into it, remember, don't forget to check us out on our website at www.4thandinchesff.com. That's www.4thandinchesff.com for a bunch of content. You got articles, blogs, player profiles, rankings, and you can subscribe to our VIP content. This will give you access to DFS info and it will also give you access to the cheat codes, which we keep updated monthly. So check those out. And also look for us on the Fantasy Life app. We'll be doing start sick questions on there throughout the year. And if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. Also, if you're trying to uh, join a FanDuel tournament with us, every week we do a FanDuel tournament for $2, nothing crazy. Uh, so if you're interested in uh, competing against us in a daily fantasy tournament, uh, the link to the uh, league is in the show notes, the, the uh, podcast show notes. Just click on that and it'll take you right there and you can sign up to play against, you know, me, Dan, Stevie P and uh, test your wits in some daily fantasy against us. All right. So now we're going to go on to the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, so Dwayne Haskins is going to continue to be the Redskins starter when they come back after bye. Uh, For fantasy purposes, this probably only affects Terry McLaurin, maybe a little bit of the run game with Adrian Peterson. You're also going to get Darius Geis back there too. But – they will have Dwayne Haskins starting when it comes back. Uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was listed as a full participant in practice today. That is actually, you know, pretty significant news. Uh, I think it's a week early, is it not, from his from when he was his yeah. scheduled timeline? Yeah, he was supposed to be out for, you know, uh, they said three to six weeks, and he's back in two. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, so uh, – Ito Smith is out of the concussion protocol, but he still has a neck injury. Uh, Brandon Cooks is still in the concussion protocol and is on his way to Pittsburgh for a second meeting with concussion specialists. Uh, so he will be out this week. And, you know, just prayers for Brandon Cooks. He has not been able to get right this year. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson says he is definitely playing this Sunday. He is 100%. Uh, A.J. Green did not feel right today in practice, so he did not practice. Uh you know, he's supposed to be making his season debut this weekend. So, you know, for all those guys who stashed A.J. Green, this is definitely something worth uh, paying attention to. Uh, Evan Ingram is officially out this week. He has a uh, low-grade ankle sprain. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is did not practice. He will probably be out this week. They already said, you know, last week that – you know, it's probably going to be two or three weeks before he was going to be able to get back. So, uh, you know, T.Y. Hilton probably will not be available to you guys this weekend. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was placed on injured reserve yesterday. He was, you know, already having surgery. So his season now is is pretty much over. Uh, 
Matt Ryan will practice today and play on Sunday. You know, Matt Ryan was coming back from that ankle injury. Uh, Adam Gay said they are hopeful Chris Herndon can practice fully, and sounds like things are looking better for him to play this week. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was a limited participant in, pr- in practice today, and it's looking good for his availability for this Sunday. Uh, Mike Zimmer said that they will not rush Adam Thielen back too soon from his hamstring injury. Uh, says it's not a long-term deal, but he doesn't know if he will play on Sunday. And Le'Veon Bell, of course, had that MRI on his knee-slash-ankle uh, nothing structural, no structural injuries, said Adam Gase. Uh, but he did not practice today, and he worked inside with the trainers. You know, he is questionable for this weekend, and, you know, that's def- definitely something you're going to want to pay attention to. All right, so now let's get into a little Thursday night football preview. Uh, the San Diego Chargers and the Oakland Raiders. A lot of guys that start in this one, really. I mean, there's, you know, you got – Go both quarterbacks. You can go three running backs in this game, both tight ends, a slew of receivers. It's, it's definitely a uh, that over unders, you know, 48 and a half, 49. So I think they, you know, the way these offenses have been and the defenses haven't been playing well, this one could go, could go high. I'm just happy that the, I'm just happy that the Raiders get to play a game on primetime and people get to see what I'm seeing every week from this team because. They are much, much better than people are giving them credit for. I mean, Derek Carr, all year people have been saying, you know, Derek Carr sucks and blah, 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 and I have not seen that this year. To me, Derek Carr is one of the most improved quarterbacks in the NFL this year. He's looked, to me, he's looked great. You know what I mean? He's throwing the ball well. He's throwing the ball with confidence. You know what I mean? He is, he definitely looks like a guy that is, you know, super, you know, locked in. So how do you feel about like someone if they have Derek Carr who's been improving? Like, like well, I'll just throw out my my team because I picked up Derek Carr be- last week because uh, Kyler Murray was going up against the Niners two out of the next you know three weeks. This was last week, so you know if you have a Kyler Murray or equal to him, you know how do you feel starting Derek Carr over him? I'm starting Kyler this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting. Yeah. Well, this is a great this is a great matchup for this for week. Kyler. I'm starting Kyler. Yeah, Kyler's got the matchup this week. I can't I can't sit Kyler against Tampa Bay. It's just it's no, no. He's already locked and loaded in my in my yeah. in my lineup. Yeah, I mean, what what I would say is there is a lot of guys that I would start Carr over. You know what I mean like yeah. like Derek Carr? I would start Derek Carr over Jared Goff. I would start Derek Carr over. Probably Matthew Stafford. I know Matthew Stafford, you know, has a tough matchup against Chicago. You know, I, I was going to say Lamar Jackson. I, not to say that I would sit Lamar Jackson, but I was looking at the matchup. The Bengals. Lamar Jackson is going to smash smash the Bengals. Uh, I would start him over either of the guys in the Bills-Browns matchup. You mean Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. You know, I mean, there's a, you know, there's a lot of teams here that I would definitely start you know, car over, but yep. you know, Kyler's not one of them, Buck the bucks just, woof, the bucks are terrible. They're the, they might be the worst pass defense in football. They just, they are bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So going through it, you know, I think both quarterbacks, like you said, Dan are very viable streaming options. You know, there's six teams on by, 
Uh, I know Carson Wentz is on by. Tom Brady is on by. Uh, who are some of the other teams that are on by? Deshaun uh, Watson's on a buy. Deshaun yeah. Watson's on a buy. Yep. Nick uh, Nick uh, Nick Foles. He's he's now the sport starter again. So Nick Foles is on a buy. <laughs> yeah. Gets a starting yeah. job back on a bye week. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, so. I, looking at the matchup here, I mean, even the Vikings Cowboys game, I would start yeah, yeah. him over Cousins. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would definitely start him over Cousins. Yeah. I was I was going to say him, but I always I already kind of thought it was a given. But yeah, I, I would start him over Cousins too. Cousins, yeah. Cousins is hot. Cousins is hot right now. But that Cowboys defense has been playing pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, both of these guys are, especially with these matchups. I mean, the Chargers did look a lot better last week against Green Bay, uh, but you know, they prior to that, they they had been getting you know pretty pretty beat pretty uh, soundly. So you know. Like to me, drill. both of these guys are very good streaming options if you need a if you need a quarterback. Um, as far as the running backs go, you're starting every running back in this game. Josh Jacobs, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, all three of those guys, you know, to me are top twenty four backs this week. Uh, you know, wide receiver position, you know, Keenan Allen. I think this is the game Keenan Allen gets right. Uh, something so in my too. gut is telling me is. This is the week. I mean, he hasn't been healthy. He's been dealing with a little hamstring injury. But this Oakland defense just cannot stop anybody. So I think Keenan Allen is definitely poised to get right in this game. And I do think that Mike Williams is a good uh, start as well. You know, they, they do allow a lot of deep touchdowns. Mike Williams has not scored one all year long. So you are in a perfect spot for Mike Williams to get a touchdown because nobody gets beat deep like the Oakland Raiders. And from the Raiders' side of the ball, uh, you know, Tyrell Williams is probably a good start. You know, he's been very consistent all year uh, as long as he's been healthy. Uh, he went through that stretch where he was out for a while uh, dealing with a little, I think it was plantar fasciitis, and came back and, you know, had a pretty good game last week. Of course, you had Hunter Renfro. Um, I would not start Hunter Renfro this week. Uh, but both tight ends are, are givens that you're starting, those guys. Um, I don't really think there's anything else. I mean, would you guys start either one of the defenses as a streaming option? Maybe the Chargers. They do got that those ends they can generate some sacks. But Oakland's Oakland's, Oakland's offense, offense is line. actually number one against opposing defenses. So yeah, yeah their offensive they, line has been playing really good. I think their I think their offensive line actually has probably been one of the better offensive lines, and they're just not getting recognized for it. Um, and as much as I can't stand Richie Incognito because I'm a Bills fan and my man just basically bounced on us because he didn't want to be a Bill anymore. But Can you blame him? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, he's been playing really good this year. You know, he is – that dude is a manimal. He literally is. He is just a man amongst boys in that, you know, in that offensive line area. So, yeah, this this offensive line is very good. So I I would not play the Chargers because Derek Carr doesn't really turn the ball over. Josh Jacobs doesn't have a fumbling issue, you know. So I don't see a whole lot of turnovers happening in this game. And this offensive line is good enough to, you know, neutralize the patch rush of the Chargers. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm not starting either one of these defenses. Yeah, right. I think we hit on everybody pretty, yeah, pretty that solid. Pretty much wraps up, that pretty much wraps up a Thursday night preview. I mean, you're starting anybody that you have that's viable. So, you know, three different receivers, three different running backs, both quarterbacks and both tight ends are all worth a start if you need, you know, you know, 
get quarterbacks if you need it. And everybody else pretty much is a start, you know. And people are uh, also going to be digging a little deeper this week, considering the amount of you know the amount of uh, bye weeks that there are too. So, yeah, yeah, six teams on a bye is. You're, you is might you might have rough. some some you might have some uh, some Renfro ads in there this week because people yeah. might be super super slim. Yeah, I know the what what are the, uh, the fantasy footballers they call it uh, bipocalypse or something. I think yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so this is this is that week. This is that yep. week of six buys. It sucks. You're going to have to get through it. You know what I mean? When you have teams like, you know, the Patriots and the Texans and the, you know, the Eagles and, the you know, Jaguars, Redskins, Broncos, all those guys have – all those teams have viable fantasy options. You're going to have to – you're going to have to fill some holes. It, it is what it is. <clears throat> yep. All right, so you know what? Uh, we're going to head into uh, your buy-sell segment, Steve. I do want to do this first because we we haven't talked about Darius Geis uh, on the waiver waiver wire uh, on Mondays for the last couple weeks. Uh, he, you know, you just brought up the Redskins, and Darius Geis will be coming back. Do you think Darius Geis takes that job back? Do you think Adrian Peterson is still like what? How do you play? How do you play this? This is a this is an a winless team. Yeah. So obviously you're going to want to see what you have in guys, but AP has just been so good. Yeah. AP has been good, but what you have to really think about is that this team is not going anywhere. They're not making the playoffs. They have basically, they've basically been eliminated. I think that even if they won out, they would have to, you know, they would need teams to lose to get in. You know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. So this is not a team that's really fighting for the playoffs. There's a 0% chance that they went out to make the playoffs. You know, I think they have to see what they have in Geist because, honestly, they are probably going to have a pretty high pick. You know what I mean? I I would be surprised if they didn't have a top five, you know, pick at the end of this year, especially if they're going to be starting Dwayne Haskins for the rest of the season. So, you know, I think you have to see what Geist is playing alongside of Dwayne Haskins because it seems to me like – you know, that's what they want to do. They want to play Haskins. So, you know, Geis is definitely a guy that, you know, I'm not trading for him because this offensive line is just bad. This team is bad in general. And, you know, I, I'm i just not very interested in, in you know, playing Geis. If you can get him for cheap thrown into a deal, I would definitely consider it. But to go out and actively try to get him on my team, I don't know how, how hard I will be you know, be pursuing that. Cause I don't think he'll have a full workload, especially for the next week or two, you know, they're going to, you know, bring him back in slowly, you know, so I, EP will definitely be viable the next, you know, week or two, but he's definitely going to get some play. Yeah. I was just talking more from a, more from a waiver wire perspective, because I think he, I, I added, he was in our waiver in the waiver wire column. I did. And I think he's only 32% owned in fantasy leagues on ESPN. So yeah, he's still that. on a ton of fan of waiver wires and, you know, I honestly think it's a good waiver wire ad because guys like that at the end of the year to come in kind of fresh and especially with his running style, you know, where he's, you know, the power and the speed. Those are the kind of guys that can really come in strong. Like you saw Derrick Henry last year. Derrick Henry came in last year. He was he wasn't really used all year and was fresh. And, you know, they gave him all that work at the end of the year and other teams were kind of beat up. And Derrick Henry just took just you know look like a man amongst boys at the end of the year so yep those are the kind of guys that like i said you know you're just finding guys at the end to try and help your team win and you know darius guys could be one of those guys so um all right 
let's get into your buy sell segment, Steve. All right. So in our buy sell segment this week, um, you know, at quarterback, we're still beating the drum for Patrick Mahomes. He's coming back, you know, this week from that knee injury, you know, so a guy that can put up, we've seen what this guy can do. You know what I mean? If you can get him on your team, this is the last week because most, most fantasy leagues, you know, they're the buy, you know, the trade window ends this week. I mean, most for most leagues. So, um, this actually will be our last buy low, sell high segment, but you know, Patrick Mahomes is a, is a guy that I would definitely want on my team. Um, I've been telling you guys, you know, Carson Wentz, just his playoff matchups are great, and I would definitely go get him if I could. Uh, Nick Chubb is a guy that people are just scared to death of Kareem Hunt coming back and stealing his job. Uh, you know, I hear fantasy, a lot of fantasy analysts, you know, saying it, that they're worried about it, that, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, if you watch Kareem Hunt play football and you watch Nick Chubb play football, Kareem Hunt is 100% a better pass catcher, but he is not a better runner than Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is a clear better running back running the ball than Kareem Hunt. So I do think, you know, Hunt will come in and catch some balls out of the backfield and and play that kind of role, get a couple of touches in the run game, but he's not taking Nick Chubb's job. I mean, if anything, Nick Chubb loses, you know, three carries a game, you know, to, to Hunt. And that's, to me, that's not going to affect his overall. Aaron Jones uh, is a guy that everybody saw implode last week against a bad L.A. Chargers team. So I think some people would be willing to get rid of him. And, you know, he had 69% of the snap share last week. You know, he's still being used as the number one guy. Uh, He had eight carries to Jamal Williams, two last week. So, you know, neither one of them had a, a heavy carry load, but they were losing that entire game. Basically, from from you know opening kickoff, they started to just take an L. So I mean, they weren't really running the ball too much in that game. Uh, Tyler Boyd, if AJ Green is coming back, I like him. You know, with AJ Green on the free Tyler on the field, Tyler Boyd was much better last season, and I do think that'll be the same this year. Emmanuel Sanders, some people are going to be trying to sell high on him because what he did on Thursday night, and I'm buying because just we we said it all off season that the ex-wide receiver in a Kyle Shanahan offense is a player you want on your fantasy team. And Emmanuel Sanders looks like he's going to be that guy. Uh, Chris Godwin, after two bad games, I think some people are getting nervous about him. You can go scoop him up. Devontae Adams, you know, didn't really do much in his return game. Some people, you know, might be thinking, oh, I can't wait for him to turn it around and start playing better. And if you are a playoff caliber team, I would go get him. Uh, you know, Darren Waller, you're going to pay for him, but I think this is a guy that, you know, for the next couple of weeks is going to be money. I just, I really like Darren Waller's playoff schedule. I like, you know, I like him as a player period and you are going to, you know, have to pay to get him, but he's a tight end that I would definitely go get TJ Hawkinson. I don't necessarily like his matchups, but he has been targeted more and more that they have not been able to run the ball. So you know, going up against Chicago and Dallas and Washington and Chicago again, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Denver, you know, I would still go get him because I think, you know, he could finish strong at the end of the season. And guys that I'm selling, Jared Goff, you know, we told you two weeks ago to sell him. 
Uh, Kyler Murray, I would sell on Kyler Murray after that huge game last week. Well, not I guess wouldn't say huge, but very good game against a very, very good San Francisco 49ers defense. Uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, people are still sold on that four-touchdown game. You know, I would see what I could get with him in a package deal. You know, we kind of talked about, you know, Cup and in, in, in him package those two together if you have those two and you can get something crazy. You know, you could get uh, Saquon Barkley or something crazy. So I would definitely do that. Kenyon Drake, a guy that just showed how good he could possibly be. And when DJ coming back, I think DJ comes back to a 65% work share. And I don't think people believe that. I think people are, are stuck on that Kenyon Drake looks so good that they can't take him off the field. And he's going to be a sell high this week. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is another one. Just to me, this Jets offense is starting to implode. Um, you know, the Adam Gaze might be the worst coach in football and, you know, Le'Veon Bell still has the Le'Veon Bell name. You can get a lot for him. And I'm not telling you to sell him in like keeper leagues and stuff like that. I'm t- this is just strictly, <laughs> you know, this is just strictly regular leagues. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup and DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf was the number three overall wide receiver last week in fantasy. And, you know, he's got the league MVP throwing him the ball. So I think you can get. I think you can definitely get something for him. And Cooper Cup is a whale. You know what I mean? He is just a whale of a player. You can pack it, you know, you basically could sell him straight up. We talked about it the other day for Alvin Kamara. I think people would do that in a heartbeat. Uh, so, yeah, I that is the it for this year's buy low, sell high. Yep, trade deadline is, is this week. And if you don't get your trades in, good luck with the team you have. And good luck hitting the waiver wire. All right. So now it's time for the high guys uh, portion of Wednesday's podcast. We each talk about, you know, the guys that we are high on for the upcoming week. All right, Dan. So why don't you start it off with your uh, your high guys for the week? All right. So got my four guys in each position. Start off with quarterback. I got Drew Brees. Um, Drew Brees is he's, no, no, no explanation really needed for Breeze. I mean, we we talked last week about you know Michael Thomas, and right now he is playing like he is the best wide receiver in football. Drew Brees has the most yards ever in football. I mean, it's that really speaks for itself. And love Drew Brees's uh, matchup this week. Um, running back David Montgomery. I mean, that, didn't think that that would ever come out of my mouth because you know I followed David Montgomery as close as anyone has this year, being you know he was my. Uh, he was a very high pick in our league, in our fourth and inches league. So, and he did not get off to the start that I hoped for. I mean, he looked. There was no running lanes. He, I mean, he didn't necessarily look bad. He just looked like he just didn't have anywhere to go. And, um, you know, the last couple of weeks, a little, a little bit better. And, um, just thinking that you know maybe he's got his confidence going a little more now. And they're definitely going to continue to, uh, to, to give him that ball. I mean, I think they said the last couple of weeks he's gotten, he's been on the field for like 80% of the, of the play. So he's, um, he's definitely their go-to right now. I mean, he, he's the only bright side of that offense, you know, even Robinson's been, you know, last week the Eagles shut him down. So I like David Robinson this week. And I think, you know, moving forward, probably, um, you know, maybe his confidence will, will, will continue to, he'll grow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't said David, Robinson. um, <laughs> <laughs> and wide receiver Admiral this is one. not playing football. <laughs> David Robinson. Oh, I love that dude. 
Uh, what would they call? What they call him? The uh, the admiral. The admiral. Yep. Yeah. The so, yep. So wide receiver, kind of pluck this one out of the air. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna have a big game, and that's uh, uh, Crowder. They're playing the Giants. The Giants have been letting up monster games to uh, to receivers. Crowder had a pretty good game last week, getting you know 80ish and a touchdown. You know, he's obviously been been fighting the injury all all year. So, I mean, I think if when 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 Crowder's out there, uh, he he's a productive player. He really is. I mean, he's 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 shown that he's just had problems staying on the field. So, I I like Crowder this week, and you know, especially in Dally, I think he'll probably be a cheaper option with really high upside. Uh, last, Steve talked about him for a little bit, and that was Darren Waller. Uh, like Darren Waller on a primetime game. Um, I just think the guy's too good to keep down for three games in a row. I mean, he's been a little, uh, little less productive, not, not absent, but a little less productive the last couple games. And I think this is a, he's in a good spot, uh, to get, you know, back onto his, you know, tight end one, twos type status that he's having this year, you know, him and, uh, him and Hooper are pretty much one and two, which is shocking to say, you know, Kelsey probably being up there close to three, but, yeah, those two are those two are running away with the tight end race as of right now. But yeah, definitely like Waller to uh, to get back on track. All right, I'll go with mine, guys. Next quarterback, I got Jameis Winston. Uh, now this this matchup is to me it could wind up being the the most high scoring game of the week. Yeah, you it's know, like fifty one or fifty two. Fifty two, yeah, fifty two is the over under. Uh, any Tampa Bay game is going to be a high over under and every Arizona game is going to be a high over under. So the combination of these two teams playing is just going to equal a lot of points, which is a lot of, which is, you know, very good for fantasy. Um, I went with Jameis Winston just because I love the receiver receiving options. He has, um, you know, Mike Evans, you've seen him. He's probably the number one wide receiver in standard leagues. I don't know about PPR. I think Michael Thomas still has him, but you know, Mike, Mike Evans has just, just been a monster the last few weeks. And, you know, Chris Godwin has been the most one of the most consistent receivers all year long. You know, both of those guys are, are in your top five receivers for the year. So, you know, with that being the case against this this defense that has not been able to stop anybody, you know, I definitely think Jameis in this game could, you know, have a huge week. Um, my running back is Mark Ingram. He's going up against the Bengals. The Bengals just get destroyed on the ground. Um, you know, this team is just, they're, they're known for running the ball. Lamar Jackson is, I think you said he's what? 10th in the league in rushing, Dan. Yeah. He's 10th in rushing. And you know, that's, that's, that's pretty crazy considering, you know, he's in a field with back, you know, he's, he's a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that, you know, when you have that kind of running threat at quarterback, it just opens so much up for your running back. And Mark Ingram is having a great year. You know, he, even last week he had that long run, you know, went over 100 yards. I think he had to fumble in the game, you know, but still came back. Like I said, went, went over 100. Um, I like him to go over 100 again this week. And, you know, last week I think he had three – they had three opportunities inside the, the green zone, inside the 10-yard line. And he did not touch the ball once. Uh, I definitely don't see that happening again. I think he's going to get into the end zone this week. Uh, my receiver, uh, Christian Kirk. 
Uh, we just talked about that Arizona-Tampa Bay game. And to me, Christian Kirk is a guy who, you know, is going to be peppered with targets. You know, that is the common phrase. He's just going to be peppered with targets this game. You know, uh, he is Kyler Murray's favorite receiver. Uh, a lot of times he is the guy when he's healthy. He's the guy getting the most targets. Last week he had five which actually led their team, surprisingly, only five targets, against, but it was against San Francisco. The week before that, he had 12 targets. You know, this is the guy, you know, Christian Kirk, who just gets a ton of targets. He has the big playmaking ability, and I think, you know, he's due for a game where, you know, he breaks a long one, and who better to do it against than this Tampa Bay defense that is just terrible. And my tight end is Hunter Henry. Uh the Oakland defense has been, get, you know, just gets shredded by the tight end week in, week out. And Hunter Henry has been as solid as anyone since, you know, coming back healthy. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. You know, I like Hunter Henry this week and the rest of those guys I mentioned. I want to uh, interject Steve, real quick, real quick on a Lamar Jackson stat here that if Lamar Jackson, I, I looked it up, and if he cuts his rushes in half, he'll still pretty much crack a thousand yards on the year. If he continues at the pace he's going, he's on pace for 1300 to 1400 yard range. So if we remember the only quarterback to ever have a thousand yards was Michael Vick. And he barely, I mean, remember how incredible Michael Vick was as a runner and he barely cracked a thousand yard mark. He did it once out of all those amazing years. Lamar Jackson will effortlessly have a thousand yard rushing seasons. Probably every year he stays healthy. I just want to say I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, well, genius, go ahead and roll out your high guys then. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so my high guys, I got Jimmy G this week. We saw what Jimmy G did last week, four touchdowns. This Seahawks pass defense is just sucky butt. <laughs> there it is, folks. They are terrible. They can't stop anybody. Um you know, we saw what Mike Evans did last week. Honestly, uh, I rewatched that game, and Chris Godwin was, was an overthrow away from being over 100 yards and a possible touchdown. Uh, Jameis overthrew him on a, on a slant that he might have taken to the house because there was literally no one in front of him. So Why do you have to tell me that, Steve? Why do you have to tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my year. This is just the way things are going for Dan. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just you you, can't, you have no control over playing the game. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, you know he he definitely to me is a guy that I am very interested in. You know, I think he is going to be just. I wouldn't say as good as he was last week because last week he was awesome. He, Jimmy G was. You can't take anything away from Jimmy G performance last week. He was that was one of the better quarterback performances of the year you know he was just on the money with every throw you know he's on the money with every throw and he just looked really good so Aaron Jones is my running back Aaron Jones is I, I know last week he was very disappointing but he is just really really good and I think that you know he's an every week start and I just want to reiterate that you start him every week with confidence. He's going to be good this week. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I know. Larry has been bad basically all year since week one and two. You know, week one and two, he was awesome. Every other week, he's been pretty terrible. But Tampa Bay is just horrible. They're, 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 Hargraves might be one of the worst 
number one picks in NFL history. He is really, really bad. You know, it, it, I don't know if you would say that. He's I mean, terrible. he's bad. He's but at very least he's bad. starting. There's a lot of number one picks that don't even get to start. It it's just true. It's really right, so he out. is but a terrible bad. starting number one pick. He's bad. He gives up a lot to to everyone. You know what I mean? It's it, there is no like certain. Okay, so certain cornerbacks have issues with certain wide receivers, right? Like when you look at really good corners, like uh, uh, Patrick Peterson, right? Patrick Peterson has always had issues against the long, you know, the long striding corner, you know, wide receivers, Megatron. Megatron had almost a freaking 350 yard game against Patrick Peterson. You know, uh, uh, there, if you just look back at all the huge wide receivers that Patrick Peterson faces, he has issues with the long big guys, right? Hargreaves has trouble with everybody. There's not one specific type. He has trouble with the speedy guys. He has trouble with the slow guys. He has trouble with the tall guys, the short guys. It just doesn't matter. He's just, he's just not a good corner. So I think Larry Fitzgerald will, you know, see some targets in this game, in a game that, you know, like you guys said, it's a 52 over under in this game. There's going to be a lot of points scored. I could see, I could see, you know, Larry Legend putting up a, a good stat line here i wouldn't you know i wouldn't start him as my number one wide receiver but to throw him in your flex i think he could do something for you this week and jimmy graham the panthers whew, the panthers defense has just not been very good at stopping the tight end i think they're ranked in the past four weeks they ranked number 14 uh in the league so you know, they're middle of the pack, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the ball to Jimmy G. I mean, to uh, Jimmy Graham uh, in this game. Jimmy, Jimmy, same uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to Jimmy Graham in this game. And, you know, I can definitely see Jimmy ending with a touchdown. And honestly, tight end has been so bad this year. If you can get a tight end that gets in the box, you know what I mean? That's you're already ahead of the way ahead of the game. Yeah. All right, so there you have our high guys for the week, guys that we think are going to – guys that we're placing high expectations on with 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 the expectation that they're going to live up to it. So, uh, you know, make sure all those guys are, are you know, in your lineups this week um, with six bye weeks. Uh, now let's get into our start-sick questions. We'll go through a ton of them. we got a little bit of time. So let's go through some start-sick questions, Steve. All right. So for start sick this week we have <laughs> his guy's name is Goddamn Jets. <laughs> Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh Marvin Jones, uh Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, Waller <laughs> Waller, Tyler or Terrell Williams, pick three. Non PPR. Uh, it was Robert Woods. It was. It was Marvin Jones, Robert Woods, uh, Tyler Tyler Boyd, Waller, or the or Terrell Williams. Ugh. Pick three. Pick three. I mean, Waller is definitely one. Yeah, Waller is definitely a starter for me. I think I'm starting Marvin Jones too. Uh, I'll go Jones, Boyd, Waller. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Jones, Waller, Williams. I think I'm going Waller, 
Boyd. And I think I'm going to go with Robert Woods. All right. So you three different answers. Sorry about that, goddamn Jets. <laughs> well, you know you're starting Waller. <laughs> you know you're starting yeah. Waller. Exactly. All right. So our next question, should probably I tra- Wall- – Honestly, it's probably Waller, Boyd, Marvin Jones because you got two Boyds and two Jones in there. So it's probably Boyd, Jones, and Waller. There it is. <laughs> should I trade Curtis Samuels for Jalen Samuels? If I mean, you- that's all, that all depends on what you yeah, need. If you that's- need back help, yes. If you need- su- if- yeah, definitely. That's a super broad question. But if you if you have James Conner, then, yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Not, that's yes. not even a question. I would do that. I would do that every single day and twice on Sunday. Yeah, Kurt, I mean, Curtis Samuels really isn't even starting for most players or teams right now, I would think, because he's just been so unproductive. Yeah, he's just been crazy. This is a good one. Uh, Fly the W1203 says, start Matt Ryan or Derek Carr. That's hmm. a pretty good one. Um, I'm going to start. I actually am going to start Derek Carr. I I just I don't like Matt Ryan going to New Orleans and playing a New Orleans defense that's been very good this year. I think I think I'm going to start Derek Carr. The the thing, yeah, but those those Saints and Falcons games when they're in the dome, they tend to they tend to go high. I'm starting Matt Ryan for that reason. They yeah. are high scoring games. Yeah, they do. They yeah, tend to go I still high. Don't so think I'm that's going to be that high scoring. I think this is going to be a lower scoring. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. For the, actually, I think uh, oh. New Orleans will score with no problem. Okay, I was going to say, so you think it's a New Orleans blowout? <laughs> yeah, I there's think no New- way Atlanta is stopping New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. No, I but think- I, I, that's that's why that's why I like that's why I like Matt Ryan because I think that the Saints do you know put up points and Matt Ryan's going to have to throw. I mean, they have no they got no run game at all. So no, I don't. do. I like I, I like Matt Ryan. That is a great point, Dan. Because I think that's one of two things is going to happen. Either it's going to be a close game where they're throwing and shooting out, or New Orleans is going to blow them out, and Ryan's going to have to have a lot of garbage time points. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm still I, going I, Carr. I think I think Carr is the safer bet. I just don't think Matt Ryan is going to do anything against that that defense. All right, so jo- All right, so Br- uh, I don't even know what the hell that is. Bray, Bray, twenty-two, seventy-eight. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Tevin Coleman, Melvin Gordon, or, oh my God, Kareem Hunt need to start too. You can you can count Kareem Hunt out. That's that's for <laughs> yeah. sure. So just count uh, that one out. So the question so, I'm gonna just erase that and ask like I didn't say Kareem Hunt. Yeah, so yeah just Josh Jacobs, first, Coleman, Gordon. You're not starting. No. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is definitely a starter for me every single yeah, week. He's, Jacobs he's without a question. I would go Jacobs and Gordon because I think Coleman has a tougher matchup with Seattle's run defense. Yeah. So I would go Jacobs and Gordon. And it sucks to have two guys on Thursday night because, you know what I mean, if they both are bad, then you got to sit there all the rest of the week and be like, damn, I what the hell did I do? But, that you know what I mean, there's not a question to me that I'm starting Jacobs and Melvin Gordon, you know, is – one of the best running backs in football. I know he's not been the greatest, but he is one of the best running backs in football, and I'm starting him definitely. Yeah, for me, that's this one. This one was this pretty clear as well. All right, so we have. I'm not reading that one because that's just the worst question ever. I like the bad questions. You want, <laughs> oh, you want this bad question? Waller or Everett? I'm not even going to say who wrote it. 
Just hey, Waller hey. or Everett? Next question. <laughs> Next question. PPR, need one. Ridley, Pascal, or Hollywood? That's actually not that bad because Pascal, if um, T.Y. Hilton is out, I might actually go Pascal. Actually, going against that the, they do play the Dolphins this week. Yes. And yes. If, if Jacoby Brissett plays, I would go Pascal. Yes. But if no Jacoby Brissett, I would go with uh, – who would you say first? Uh, it was Ridley, Pascal, Rid- or Hollywood. I would go Ridley unless – Well, uh, the, Raven, the Ravens are playing the Bengals. <laughs> So Hollywood could have a big game. <laughs> nah, they did. They don't really give up a lot of points to receivers. The Bengals, yeah, believe I'm, it or not. I got Hollywood, and he's and he's not punched in as a starter right now, so I can't even really recommend him if I'm not playing him myself. So, um, yeah. for me, for me, I would, I would, I like Pascal this week too. I mean, against the Dolphins, if Brissett starting, you got yeah. to. It's not even if Brissett started because because he had a good game last week when Brissett went out. So yeah, I would still I would do Pascal regardless. I can't, yeah. tr- I can't trust Hoyer. I know Hoyer <laughs> sucks, but. Against Miami, I think I I think I trust him. I'm going Pascal. I think Pascal has the the highest you know. Well, nobody has higher upside than Hollywood. We saw that week one. But Pascal, to me, I think has a pretty good floor and a pretty high ceiling. So I'm gonna go Pascal. All right. So batch eighty two asked in a standard scoring league: Melvin Gordon or David Montgomery. You're the Montgomery mm-hmm. guy, Dan. So I'm gonna let you go first. I'm going to go Montgomery. I, I mean, I, I think, you know, you're still going to see, I'm not saying that Mel, I'm, I'm high on Melvin Gordon this week as well. Uh, I just think that you're still going to see a ton of Eckler cause he's still producing at a super high rate. And you know, Montgomery is, he is that bears offense right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Gordon. yeah I think I'm going Gordon. I have to, I just think that Raiders, I think that Raiders, LA Chargers game might be the hardest scoring game of the week. I think these two teams are just able to score on each other. All right. So we have Dustin DP12 asks, and half PPR, rest of season pickup, would you pick up Westbrook, Shepard, Cooks, or Fuller? I can't believe Brandon Cooks is available. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I'm not picking up because he's – who knows what he's going to play. Same thing with Sterling Shepard. Neither one of them look like they're going to play. No. Uh, and I think D.D. Westbrook's going to get a ton of targets with Nick Foles at back at quarterback. So that's probably the guy I'd be picking up. Well, how long How long did they say Fuller's out for, too? Yeah, Fuller might be actually back next week. Okay, that's what I thought. I knew he was getting somewhat close. Um, yeah, they were saying he might be back next week. Ah, oh, man. If, I think uh, – Rest if Fuller is back next week, I would probably go Fuller. Yeah. yeah. That's all about when Fuller comes back, but I would probably go Westbrook. That's a lot of injuries, man. I mean, you're picking up guys that are like Hell yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. This guy's prep this guy's prepping for the playoffs. You are not lying. Oh man. See, I don't even know which one I would take. All right, so just to move it along, I think I will go I'll go Westbrook because he's the only guy that's like healthy right now. Well, not healthy right now, but he didn't even know. play. Hey, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't play, play last week, week but, but they're I mean, saying he... that he would. If there was a game this week, they were saying that he would pro- probably have played this week. So, you know, he's the guy yeah. that I think will play next week of these names. All right, so week ten, start Winston or Kyler Murray. I love this question because I actually oh, have geez. this. I actually have this in a league. What do you guys think? I'm going Winston, just because, mainly because of the receivers. 
Yeah. He's got better weapons. He does, and it's 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 not even close. But it, I'm going to go Winston, but it's not by a lot of. I mean, Kyler Murray's that that guy who he's he's Lamar Jackson esque. I mean, he might not throw a ton of touchdowns this year, or maybe you know the next couple of years until they they get a weapon or two. But he has that running ability to give you an additional you know ten points a game possibility every single week. So, you know, I, I am going Winston on this one. I think that you know. Winston could throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. No problem this week. I don't think Kyler's get quite getting that. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think I'm going to go Winston with you guys. All right. So S Brown asks Waller or Hooper this week. And also Eckler or Singletary PPR. All right. So Waller me, or Hooper. Yeah. Waller or Hooper. I'm going to go. Both of them? Yeah. He's got both. Uh, so for me this week, I would go Waller. Because I don't like Hooper's matchup against New Orleans, I would go with Waller as well. But man, that is true. Yeah, you should stacked. have traded one of those tight ends. Yeah, he's <laughs> I would trade. I would definitely trade one of those guys. Yeah, trade one of them beforehand. Trade Hooper beforehand because you could probably get a ton for him. You ain't lying. So Dan, what do you think? Yeah, same with you guys. I'll go Waller. All right, and then Eckler or Singletary. Ah. This one is really tough for me. Yeah, it's really tough. Because I think Eckler is going to have a pretty good game, but you cannot knock what Devin Singletary is doing. No, Devin Singletary awesome. is a beast. Yeah, he I, looked awesome. Oh, man, I feel good about my call before the season about Devin Singletary. I wish he was healthy all year because it would have just been a whole lot better. I think I'm going to still go Eckler, but I do like Singletary this week against the Browns. Uh, I I think I like Eckler a little bit more, but I, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, but I do like Singletary. But man, this yeah, is a this I like Singletary. I think I'm going to go Singletary. Uh, yeah, I'm going Singletary. I'm going to go Singletary as well because I think I think he's going to be on the field more than Eckler will. You know, and we know, like I said, Eckler's not not going to get limited action you know he's been producing but i think that uh you know melvin gordon's definitely finding his stride right now and uh they're gonna you know continue to try to get gordon involved more and more and buffalo's doing the same thing they're gonna try to get singletary involved more and more so i'd like singletary yeah i'm gonna go singletary because i the cleveland cleveland browns have been getting up the 10th most uh points the past four weeks and you know i get to the running back position at 28.6 points in a ppr so I am going to go Singletary. I think Singletary gets close to 20 touches again this week. All Cleveland right. Browns, Super Bowl. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Baker Mayfield, MVP. Yeah. Dude, did I say this on the podcast? I think I did say this on the podcast. This dude was, I think he was the third highest vote getter, you know, in on in Vegas to be the MVP. Like he was the high, like the third highest, you know, over under to be this year's MVP. That's that's Baker? ridiculous. Yes. People were betting that so hard. And well, everybody I mean, who know, bet that was they, were, they were concentrating Sunday afternoon when they were, you know, in a in a tight game against the Denver Broncos with a nobody <laughs> quarterback. They're sitting there changing worried about their shoes and they're worried about their facial hair and you're worried about their nails. I mean, play football. I, I there Just was, play football. Terrible. All right, so uh Razor I actually like the way he put that. It's R A with the letter eight, with the number eight and then E R. That's pretty cool. But uh, can you 
He can only keep one. Jared Goff or Kyler Murray rest of season? Kyler. Yeah, I agree. I think, I, I think I'd rather have Kyler. See, for that one, I think i got to go to the matchups before I just give. It's hard for me to say without knowing who the matchups and who well, they're the, playing. The, I can uh, tell you right now because I, I, I know. Oh, golf, Kyler, Kyler definitely has the 49ers not, again. But golf matchups are not good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, golf has terrible matchups. Golf's matchups are really bad. Yeah, but Kyler's aren't too much better either. So I probably would go Kyler, but just because he, I think he's been better just with the running ability. And, you know, Goff has not really looked good all year. So I'd probably go with Kyler, but this is actually a close one because Goff does not have good matchups for the rest of the year. And, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week. You know, Gurley could be coming in for more of a workload now that they're past their bye week. You know, they're coming into the end of the season. They He really hasn't been used. This could be where they just start getting Todd Gurley going a little bit more. So, yeah, I'll say Kyler. Yeah. Pittsburgh, at Pittsburgh, Chicago, Baltimore, Arizona, Seattle, Dallas, and San Fran. That's This is kind of why I was telling you guys to sell Coop. You know, I love Cooper Cup. He's probably one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL. You know, I've been toting him for the past two years, and I just can't do these matchups. These matchups are just, they're rough. And I if love you had Goff, you should have probably really been pushing hard to sell after he had that like 400 some yard game a few weeks back. That yeah. was that was it, right? That was the week. Definitely. All right. So two more. let's do two more. Two more. We're at 49 minutes, so we'll do two more. Okay. All right. So PPR start Rojo Mixon or Hunt? Like, why is everybody asking about Hunt? Yeah. I kind of get it there though. Rojo Mixon. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna it's say. I mean, terrible. Mixon um, right now against Baltimore. I'm not starting. Baltimore no. bottles Mixon up. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Jones against Arizona does a good job against the run too. Uh, but you're talking about Buffalo uh, with Kareem Hunt. So. Uh, I'm gonna go Rojo. I'm going to go I'm going to go with Ronald Jones just because I think he has the best chance to score it. It's probably the highest over under game. Yeah. I I, I'm going to go with Mixon because I think that he's going to I, I think they're going to be fighting back in the second half, you know, once Baltimore gets up and he um you know, he, he's 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 good. He's a good check down. I think you know, I think the the way Baltimore puts pressure on, they're going to need a good check down guy and so if you have PPR, I like I like Mixon this week, but I'm not out of those three that I would pick them, I'm not going to say that Mixon's a great option overall, but out of those three, slightly better. Okay, so I am going to put up a plea here. This is not even a question. I'm telling this dude not to do this. T. Nell. T. Nell is asking, trade Fournette for Thielen. For the love of God. <laughs> if you do that, you're an idiot. Wait, wait, wait. For he wants the to, love he wants to trade of God, for... for love of everything that is holy, do not trade a guy who is healthy and has been a beast all year for a guy who has a hamstring injury and you have no idea when he's coming back. Please don't do that. Like, really? Like, what the hell are you even thinking? Did you not see that he played one play and just left the game and didn't come back? Like, I don't even get it. Ugh, man, that was bad. That hurt my soul to even try to give some advice there 
All right, so hmm, let's see here. I'm trying to find a good one. Smith 44. Need a QB. On my waiver wire is Brissett, Carr, Jones, Darnold, Fitzpatrick. Who do I pick up? We've already been um, pretty high on Carr, even with some guys that are starters right now on teams. And out of those names that he just named, it's it's not even close. You know, if Carr's available, um, go get him and get him like right after you listen to this podcast. Yeah, literally. I agree. Yeah, literally. I mean, Brissett, we have no idea if that knee is going to hold up. Uh, Jones, like you can't be serious. Uh, Darnold, you also can't be serious. <laughs> and Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, he had a good game against the Jets. Like, no, Carr is the answer here. I and, think he already knows the answer. I think he's just trying to, you know, be reassured. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. Oh, my God. Shoot one more. And then we'll, we'll, we'll close her out. I can't do these. Some of these questions are just so bad. Trade Melvin Gordon for Mohamed Sanu. What? 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 <laughs> uh, should you what? What? Trade Melvin Gordon for Mohamed Sanu. Next question. <laughs> People overhype players on New England so much, and their oh. offense this year has not even been you know, a top 12 offense. I mean, they're probably literally middle of the pack, but people just, they are the Patriots. They're going to constantly be looked upon as, you know, elite and everywhere. But no, Muhammad Sanu, <laughs> Muhammad Sanu on a, on a great week will get you 13, 14, 15 points. And Melvin Gordon on an awful week will get you with 15 points. Check it out guys real quick. If if you have a question, right, I want you to do this before you ask that question. I want you to look at your team, and if you were to lose Melvin Gordon and get Mohamed Sanu, right, of the track record, let's just for the track record, you know how good Melvin Gordon has been. Has Mohamed Sanu even put up? close to anything that Melvin Gordon has ever done in his entire career. No, it's not close. Even a little bit. So ask yourself that question before you ask these questions, because that's just ridiculous. All right, so Tate or Pascal off the waiver wire? Who should I pick up? Pascal. It's not close. Pascal, well, actually, if you need a wide receiver this week, Pascal, over long term, yeah, long term, it's probably Tate. Yes, if you need a, a wide receiver, you know, this week it's Pascal. Tate definitely long term, because as soon as Ty comes back, Pascal is hot garbage again. All right, guys. So that was a good podcast with some ridiculous questions at the end there, but we lived <laughs> through it. We yep. made it. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, remember, we are going to. Close it out for tonight, but don't forget to check us out on our website, www.4thandinchesff.com. It's www.4thandinchesff.com for a bunch of content. You got articles, blogs, player profiles, rankings, and you can subscribe to our VIP content. Until next time, peace out, guys. Later. Peace.